Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another riveting edition of Doubters Believers Alliance. Um, depending on when you listen to this, if you're listening to it live or whenever, um, it is Halloween, October 31st. Um, yeah, can I just say, I was getting my hair cut the other day and I was talking to my salon lady and I was like, I cannot believe how, how, uh, what's the word, how quick this years went by, you know, especially like living in a COVID year like we have, um, it's just, it's bonkers to me how quick the year has went by and I hate being, cause I don't know if anybody, when you were growing up, you were just like, oh my gosh, this year's going by so slow. And it's like, oh, like being in school. But I swear to God, like I can remember what I did on New Year's Day uh, of this year. We were over at our old neighbor's place and had this small little party with him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, buckle up for crazy 2021. And now it's tomorrow, this already November 1st. It's just like, holy smokes. So uh, enough about that. Um, got my nose pierced yesterday. Not that anybody cares, but, uh, it's something I've always wanted to do. And it was my birthday present from Amanda. Um, and you might be like, Brian, your birthday's not around this time. No, but every place is booked because of COVID. And so I went in with some friends to go get some, they all got, we all got different piercings. So if I'm trying, if I accidentally touch my nose and I yell, um, I'm sorry because it hurts a little, not, not too bad, but a little bit. Um, yeah, let's see what else, um, to let people know, I've said this the last couple of times, but I still want to reiterate it. Uh, we are not going to be here the next two Sundays. Uh, we're not going to be doing any, uh, sort of, you know, just, uh, we're not going to be here in person at Bryant Lake Bowl or, I'm doing a Facebook Live. It's Amanda and I's anniversary next Saturday. So we bought tickets and a little vacay since we haven't been on for a while to Boston. Boston. So we're not going to be there next week. And then the week after that, November 14th, um, I think I've made announcement. I've made a video. I've posted this enough. There's a, the Sound Unseen Film Festival that's taking place here in Minneapolis. And one of their hosting sites is the Bryant Lake Bowl Theater. Um, we'll be here. A lot of us from DBA, since it's small, small, will be here. But they asked me, um, because Bryant Lake Bowl were generous enough to tell people, hey, it's, it's not Revolution or Jay, but they still do a church here. And so then the, the promoters reached out to me, asked me if I wanted to be a part of it somehow i said yeah absolutely let's let me know and so i'm gonna be facilitating the q a that day um i'm not gonna go into specifics about the whole thing but it's a cool documentary about the reverend vince anderson and the love choir it's a band musical group that's played at uh same bar for like 25 years and it's kind of like a story about him and and his journey and his life um so that's going to be taking place on the 14th and that's why we're not here so um i'm sure a lot of you love my voice but some of you may not (laughs) so um the next couple weeks uh after this one where we'll be mia 
but then we will be back. Uh, we will be back. Um, you know, I know the holidays are coming up, and I, I don't think we're going anywhere for Thanksgiving, so we should be here on the Sunday after Thanksgiving, and probably we'll take a little hiatus. Um, take a little hiatus um, around Christmas time. Um, hello, Natalie. She said hello, so hello. Um, as I said last week with these last week and then, hey, thank you. And thank you for noticing my nice nose piercing, Natalie. Um, I, I, not to get spooky or anything, but I thought it was like, hey, it's a really cool idea to kind of talk about, um, things that you would not really normally hear in church. And I think a lot of what I talk about is stuff that you normally wouldn't hear it in church. And it's kind of funny because a lot of like my friends on Facebook are pastors or ministers or whatever, seminarians. So everyone's posting like, hey, happy Reformation Day. Because yes, this is the day where, I forget what year, 1517, on October 31st, where Martin Luther nailed his 95 thesis to the wall or to the church door so yeah little if you didn't know that it's halloween and reformation so everyone's saying reformation but i'm like forget that business let's get spooky let's get spooky let's get creepy so get spooky with me um i'm gonna be talking about witchcraft and christianity now i did not go down a deep deep dive into my research because I don't feel like this is a seminary class. I don't feel like it's um, something I need to go super in-depth with, but you'll hear throughout the talk how I'm just wanting to get the conversation going with witchcraft and how witchcraft gets a bad name and how uh, witchcraft as a practice and as just a way of life is a lot similar to christianity than what you would think and when you and i tell people all the time when you walk back from christianity a little bit like when you're so in like in what's the word when you're so in a religion and that's all you do like in christianity where it's like you were born into christianity you were raised as a kid or a teenager and you still that as an adult that that just makes sense to you. It's normal. But then when you start walking away from it, if you do, then you start looking and you're like, wow, that practice is really weird. Wow, I can't believe we did this. Or then you're like, this is really similar to, you know, what this religion or what this group of people do. And then you just kind of start sitting back and realizing maybe there's more similarities than differences. And I'm going to what I'm going to try to bring up today. So, what is witchcraft? Um, I, I don't know if I, I got some of this from Wikipedia. And, you know, Wikipedia is pretty reliable because you can look at their footnotes and see where they came from reputable sources. And then some of it was just, you know, searches that I've done. Um, and this isn't a lot like a lot of things. This isn't a definitive, like, this is what all people who practice witchcraft believe it is, but this is kind of like the going general consensus. What is witchcraft? It is the practice of the witch, and they believe it to have supernatural skills and abilities. Example, casting spells, magic, uh, rituals, etc. That is like the 10-second version. I know it's a lot different. Um, and I will say... 
what most people see of witchcraft and uh, um what you see in movies what you see in tv shows what you see in comics or whatever is and even in in uh like harry potter which is like my favorite one of my favorite film series you you see people wearing you know pointy hats you know wearing black cloaks and stuff and i'm not saying that some people might not do that but that's more hollywood eyes that's more uh something that you know that it's just fun to think about you know it's like ooh, i'm wearing this pointy hat that's all just mythology that's all stuff that has been perpetuated for centuries and then we as humans are like meh okay that's that's cool but they it, it's like in a way the our modern day view and understanding of witchcraft is way like when we get from the media is way different than the actual practice of witchcraft um today um so there's that witchcraft is very popular and i found this really interesting witchcraft is very popular in indigenous cultures of africa the african diaspora asian latin american and indigenous cultures of america uh what i think is very interesting is how america preaches against well not all of america but the american evangelical churches preaches on witchcraft and and you'll see me going inter interchangeably with witchcraft and wicca because most people who practice wicca will say that it's witchcraft there's different variations i know and then certain paganistic traditions so you have and i know not all pagan you know you can have druids who is pagan you have you know some people will say if someone literally worships like thor and like the norse gods that's pagan i know that's different than witchcraft but i'll i'll kind of go interchangeably in the talk today with witchcraft and wicca as the more and i'll talk about paganism a little bit but kind of showing like how witchcraft and wicca is very similar if not you know the same in most ways but what i thought was interesting was witchcraft is practiced all over the world it's been so many people and in my research so many people were like oh witchcraft is something that has just been popularized and you know we we've had it you know in our culture in america like in our history books where like people were burnt at the stake for being witches and whatever but you're like oh that might be only like three four hundred years no but like witchcraft has been practices uh, practiced by cultures and people all over the world and what's interesting is it's still practiced in most traditions and most cultures in the world when you you go to a lot of african cultures like not necessarily people who even live in the cities but maybe some more villages they have shamans or they have witch doctors they have all these things so and, and to them, they don't look at it as, oh, like, this is connecting to the dark side or to the evil or to hell. It's just like, it's connecting me to a spiritual world. It's connecting me to a spiritual realm that I don't understand, that I don't get. And I'm not, I'm not going to be up here to say this is a crash course 101 on witchcraft because I would rather have someone who practices witchcraft or Wicca to come in and talk about it. But I'm kind of coming at it from like a 35,000 foot view of saying these are some 
hot spots or pinpointing some ideas in it and more or less what I'm going to give you my thesis, my thrust of it to show you how to me, witchcraft is no different than any other form of spirituality because it at the core of core of that is just trying to make you, we're all trying to be just better people and decent people. So as I said before, um, I just, I just find it. So how America or how Europeans came over and what we did to the native cultures and wiped them out. And when we wiped them out, we took away their practices. We took, we took away their religion and in a lot of native culture and native American culture, they have the shaman or they have like, in essence, their witch doctor. But the one thing I will say that I found interesting studying about witchcraft and Wicca is they're far, far more, uh, into, in tune with the world. We, some people might call it naturalism where they're into the natural world where they're like, hey, hey, like the trees, the animals, the water, you know, everything has purpose. Everything has meaning. Let's get to this work. So many Christians in the evangelical world where they'll go to like some obscure verse in the Bible that says, well, God says that I have dominion over that, or we as humans have dominion. So then what do we do? We rape and pillage and take everything we want from like, whether that's killing animals to eat, whether that's you know, slaughtering other people, whether that's, you know, taking all the crude oil and drilling into the world, you know, drilling into these lands for us to drive our fancy cars. And so we as Christians will say, oh, you know, our spirituality is right and da-da-da-da-da, but then we look at religions who practice more naturalistic things, more, you know, worshiping Mother Earth, worshiping the Earth as a living, breathing thing. So many Christians are like, oh, that's pagan, that's weird, that's demonic, where it's like, actually, that's more holistic and more acceptable. And actually, I would say something that God wants us to do. Because those people who say, well, God gave us dominion over the Earth, yeah, that's partially true, but also I'm thinking God is like, don't take more than what you need. You know, don't take, don't take as a, as a family, don't slaughter like 10,000 sheep. If you need one, I think it was more of like, and yes, I'm a carnivore, but it's like, if I would go hunt, I might just need one deer for the winter season. If I lived like that, it doesn't mean I need to go out and shoot 15 deer and then have a freezer of like 35 pounds of deer. No, I don't need that. That's overabundance. Getting a little off base, but um, so yeah, I I I'm still even when I was coming up with this the other day, I'm still in awe and shocked of just how much it is practiced. Witchcraft is practiced around the world because we hear, as I've said, how many? I mean, I went to a Christian college, I went to seminary. And we never, you know, if, if witchcraft came up of, of like indigenous religions or religions in other parts of the world, you always, we would always study on like Hinduism or Buddhism or Islam or other, other things. Um, but I mean, when you have like voodoo is still around and prevalent, hoodoo, which is a variant of that, you have so many, um, so many other indigenous th- things. You know, Latin Americans, they have all that too. And 
there and what I found interesting too is also you you have certain people, let's say in these African countries or and some of them have immigrated over to America or people from Latin America or Central America as well. And they will practice so that they might practice like Christianity. But then they also might practice voodoo or hoodoo. So then I was talking last week where it's a lot about folk religion where people might be like, yeah, I'll go to a church because this is the thing to do in America. Like America is predominantly Christian, not all of it, but it's kind of like that's what our culture was kind of founded on. But then people will bring their other practices in and kind of almost incorporate these other practices. Um, one thing I, 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 I've, I forgot where I was watching this from, but it was on, if anybody knows what Vice is, the channel Vice, like Vice News. And it was because I just typed in on YouTube, like witchcraft and Christianity, just to see what happened. And what was really interesting, there's a, and I'll see if I can put it in the notes somewhere here, maybe not today, but sometime through the week, because I really, recommend watching it's like a 10 minute video that vice did and it was on like african americans who now practice um witchcraft and it and it was it's predominantly just it was all african americans who most of them were raised in the church christian and who have left christianity to practice these more witchcraft or um pagan religions and there was a woman that they interviewed and i forget her name but if you watch the video you'll see it and she said that she was uh a pastor a music pastor a worship leader at this evangelical church for like 12 years her family's very devout in their faith and she was like do you know how hard it was to to um to, to sing about Jesus, sing about God, do all these ritualistic things, and you don't feel any spiritual connection. You don't feel, yes, that's it. Amanda found it. She will put it up there. Uh, so it won't be later this week. It'll be right freaking now. <laughs> so, and she was saying how she... Um, didn't find any of that like she was like how hard it is for a pastor to be up there talking about something that they have no spiritual connection to and now she's actually like a practicing witch and she was like i do i do uh i come up with certain prayers and rituals she's like i'm mixed sage and frankincense and myrrh you know i'm one with myself and she's like my spirituality finds so much I find, like, she was more or less saying, I'm more spiritual now as someone who practices witchcraft than someone who practices Christianity. And of course, they asked her, well, how does your family feel about it? And she's like, yeah, they think I'm freaking weird and they think I'm going to hell. They still love me as their child or as their sibling, but they think I'm absolutely, you know, weird. And then they interviewed another woman who's actually, She's in like a coven, what they say, with like four or five other women. And they were just playing with, not playing, but they were doing stuff with crystals and coming up with spells and, and other things, you know, burning sage, things like that. And 
you could tell like the host she she was a very good journalist she wasn't like uh like against it but she was kind of like this is interesting and the woman who was being interviewed she was like i was a catholic for like 20 some years my family's very devout catholic but then she was like kind of what i said last week too she's like so people think witchcraft is weird when we do these practices and these rituals but she's like that's exactly what christianity does that's exactly what other religions do as well and so she brought up the the transubstantiation part in catholicism where she and she said in this interview hey guess what um catholics believe that this is literally a body and blood of of christ of your god and so she's like so that's really weird and morbid, but then when they look at witchcraft, it's like, oh, um, this is, this is strange. Like, this is evil and this is wrong. And she's like, why? Why is it wrong? Um, I found this, <laughs> this is for my mainline people, mainline denominations. I'm going to kind of put you on blast for a second, so don't get mad. In New York, in a New York Post article from November of 2018, so yes, yeah, it's, it's like three years old. 1.5 million Americans identify as a Wiccan, pagan, or a witch. That same year, only 1.4 million people in America identify as Presbyterians. So let that sink in. We have more Wiccans, more pagans, and more people that believe in witchcraft than some mainline denominations. And yet the mainline denominations will tell you, hey, our denomination is strong, it's big, it's doing really, really, really well, and it's not. So, for instance, my own denomination that I was a part of for the last number of years, um, the UCC, they will say... Oh, well, we're a thriving church. We're a thriving denomination. Da, 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 da. And there are a lot of great people in it. Don't get me wrong. And this is not poo pooing on any denomination or any church. But you look at their, uh, excuse me, you look at their, just go on to Wikipedia and say, what is the, you know, look up at the United Church of Christ, just t- pop that in. And they have to, I think, yearly, Say how many people, how many adherents, how many members do they have? Probably for tax purposes and whatever. And in America, there's only nine hundred and like seventy-five thousand members who are UCC. And but then you add a couple hundred thousand who might go to church but aren't members, and it was like one point one or something. So even you have more witches, witches witchcraft or or paganism and wiccans in america practicing this then you have a lot of mainline things so tell me tell me that christianity is growing and it's one of those things where i just want people to realize especially in the church that people are finding spirituality whether that be god their own spirituality in their life what works for them and they're finding it outside the church. I've talked so much with my, as I said, my friend Scotty, who was, who was here in the summertime giving his talk. And we have talked a lot about how the church is just dying. How the church, how, how, she, how, how people are just leaving in droves. And it's not because of Jesus. It's not because 
of people are telling us we can't work on our spirituality is because the church has been looked upon in these younger generation as millennials and Gen Z as just not relevant. And when people say, and it's funny, like I was part of this UCC church for so long and they kept saying, why aren't more people coming in? Why aren't more people coming in? And I was younger and they're like, Brian, why aren't more millennials or like Gen Z people coming in? I said, do you really want to know why? And they're like, yeah. And I said, because church isn't relevant for us. And they're like, well, what do you mean? How is in church relevant? We have music. We have this. We have this. And I said, people don't care about that. I said, the younger, these, this community, uh, these generations we have, the millennials and, and Gen Z, we have no problem making friends. We have no problem creating communities. DBA is a community. Sacred Collective is a community. I have tons of friends that we'll you know we'll hang out with like i was at a halloween party the other day and it was this group of individuals that we meet quite a bit for food and drink and whatever and it was great that's community so gone are the days in america where everyone in your small town went to the catholic church or the presbyterian church and that's where you did stuff like that worked for a time and that worked for certain generations and that's absolutely fine but it doesn't work in our generation and the younger generations anymore it just doesn't and you know people will be like i, I remember growing up in a pentecostal somebody's a god church as i've said before and we had these conversations where like why aren't kids coming do we need to play louder music do we need to have like a rock concert do we need to do this and even as like a teenager i was like church is becoming irrelevant for us and they're like well why and i'm like because it doesn't matter if you have all these smoke machines and cool concerts and someone that looks slick or whatever it's like if you have someone that comes in and says i love you jesus loves you but then you're a filthy sinner because you had sex or you're gay or you might not believe in jesus the right way that is what our culture is saying now our culture is saying you cannot be you cannot say you accept everyone and be inclusive but then put up exclusivistic claims and they actually, I, read, I don't know if it was like a Pew survey or something, but it was like most churches who say that they're inclusive are actually really not. They're super exclusive. Most churches who are really like, uh, some churches who might have like a gay flag in their window, you actually go in and they'll be like, yes, we love the queer community, but oh, this, this Joe Schmo over here who struggles with, you know, heroin or alcoholism, like meh. You know, so it's like, certain people will certain churches or certain denominations might be a little bit more inclusive to this group of people but then might be more exclusivistic to other ones and so all these things i mean i could be here all freaking day talking to you about all these things of why people are leaving the church but one thing i find so crazy about this practice of witchcraft is how it's coming in like under the radar you know what i mean just i've always known about witchcraft and the practice of it but it just blew my mind at how prevalent it is, even in our own circles in America, how people are practicing it. And it's actually finally, in this video that I think, Mandy, you posted it already, right? Um, that you'll find what they kind of say is, it's actually growing. This stuff is actually growing faster. So maybe this is a new, new way to deal with spirituality. And I will say... And they've said this through the videos and stuff like this. Modern day, like witchcraft, paganism, 
they do not do curses to like or spells to curse people like you see in like harry potter or some other movies like the craft or something where they try to do spells so they can kill someone or the i think in uh harry potter is the adava cadavera like almost like the backwards abracadabra where that kills someone the avacadavra if i'm right on that i think is the killing spell where you point your wand and you do that and so people are like, oh my gosh, like we know it's fake, but we think when someone practices witchcraft that they're summoning the devil and demons and, and trying to curse someone and this horrible thing. And that's just preposterous. They're literally, a lot of witches will say that they're just communing to like the world. They're communing to mother nature. They're communing to the, the principalities out there, you know? Um, and I know just saying that people are like, well, you know, Brian, the Bible says, uh, we don't fight against, you know, flesh and blood, but the spirits and principalities out there in the other part of the world. It's like, okay, cool. But who says, who gives you the stranglehold to say you're the only one? You're the only religion that does that. Almost every religion, minus Buddhism, believes in some sort of afterlife, believes in some sort of spiritual plane of existence. And I always tell people, what what makes Christianity more different or more set apart than everyone else? Oh, well, it's Jesus and his teachings and is that. Yeah, but most religions practice having some sort of higher power. And witchcraft, they have a higher power. Their higher power is to have the spirituality and... and and like I said a little earlier, most of religion, almost all of religion, is trying to make people a better person. Yes, it gets convoluted with, you have to believe in Jesus or else you're going to go to hell, or you have to believe in Allah and Muhammad, or you have to believe in these pantheon of gods. But at the core of most religions, it's wanting you to be a better person. And that is what I found with witchcraft. It's wanting you to understand your spirituality in your own way but also how you can commune with the world and nature itself and i've said numerous times as someone who still identifies as a christian adjacent sometimes is when i when i pray there's times where i still pray i don't have this tingling sensation in my body or my soul is jumping and leaping but when I go outside for a walk, or like when my family goes for a walk, or like when we were walking outside to get to our car, it's a really kind of cold, crisp, you know, autumn day here, you know, today. I mean, I remember, I remember looking outside and just finding that connection. You know, I, I found that connection and I found that, that peace and I found that connection to nature but also connection to the divine and that is something new for me in the last number of years when i go outside and you know whether it's a cloudy day and i see the rain coming or you know one of my favorite smells in the whole entire world is when you go outside and it's not raining yet but you can smell it you know we can also have that smell of the rain where you're like i know it's gonna rain i love that smell but it, it's just Growing up in Christianity, in certain parts of Christianity, you're just like, oh, that's naturalistic, that's pagan, that's, you know, why worship why worship nature when you can worship the divine? And I'm like, but I find the divine through nature. That's a way, if it's God's creation, 
and I'm partaking in it and I'm enjoying it, why can I not, in essence, commune with it? Um, what I found interesting um, to note, though, kind of with all this stuff, is during the early modern period, which was the 1400s to the 1500s, the church actually accepted witchcraft as a viable practice. So, it's weird, because beforehand, not so much, and we can clearly, clearly tell, post-1500s, uh, we did not accept it, but there's like this 100 to 200 year range where people actually, the church, probably aka the Catholic Church and maybe other subgroups were like, fine, yeah, witchcraft, you can practice this. I thought that was f- extremely, extremely odd where you had this swath within our history of all of, you know, humanity and even within Christendom where it's like, yep, yeah, we accept it. That's fine. I don't know if people were just sick of fighting it at that time and they were like, yeah, might not be a lot of people, but you know, you guys can practice it. It's okay. Um, and I, I guess a question that I have is just more food for thought is why did the church, uh, make such an about face on this issue? Could it be that they're afraid of it? Uh, are they afraid of losing control? I think it's a lot of that. I think any religion, like the three big ones, you know, that we look at the Abrahamic religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, a lot of it is, uh, like, our religion is right, our religion is the right way. If you don't practice it the way we tell you to, then you're going to not be in the kingdom, whatever their view, the kingdom, the heaven, whatever. But what you notice in almost all of Christianity, and this is not just evangelicalism, and this is not just mainline, it's like, if you accept to their practices, you accept to their beliefs, you're in the fold, you're in the family. You can a little, you can diverge a little bit and get a little fringy, but as soon as you leave, or as soon as you critique it, it's like, leave, depart, we don't know you. And, and... I think it's because when people start asking questions, when st- when people start saying, hey, like what I'm doing today, is witchcraft and some of the practices that they, it does, is it that much different than Christianity? Is it that much different than other, quote, accepted religions? Yeah, people will accept Islam. People accept Judaism because there's books. There's holy scriptures that people have written. But yeah, a lot of witchcrafts have books. They might not use them as sacred texts or inspired words of their deity, but they do have passages and and th- important people in their traditions. But so many people, especially these three mainline denomin or mainline religions, will poo-poo on them and say, "No, it's wrong." And part of me is just with this talk too is just like, let's not villainize people who think different than us people who are on the fringes people who are like i have no and it's, what's interesting is you have a lot of people who have left christianity mainline or evangelical who now practice witchcraft and they were like i have so much more freedom and so much more spiritual connection to whatever divineness is that whatever the divine is or in nature that i ever did in christianity um and Amanda will put these up. Just briefly, in the New Testament, uh, it condemns the practice of witchcraft as ab- ad- abominable. I probably said that wrong. I can't say that word. Uh, Galatians 5.20, Revelation 21, 8 through uh, 22, verse 
verse 15, and Acts 8, verse 9, and then also Acts 13, verse 6. However, however, these translations, when they were translated, talk about sorcery and sorcerers and not witches or witchcraft. And you might be like, well, Brian, you know, tomato, tomato, you're, you know, whatever. But how many Christians are like, well, it doesn't say this, and you're trying to put this in here, da-da-da-da-da. But what it goes back, if you read a lot of these verses, what it's about, though, it's it's about people who believed in Yahweh, people who believed in God, going to sorcerers, going to, they're worshiping this God, and then they're going to a sorcerer or a divinator, you know, all these things. But a lot of it was because they wanted to have someone put curses and to spell people and to get them sick. So, yeah, I understand in Christianity, especially in our Holy Scriptures, where that would kind of get looked on in a negative way, more poo-pooed on, because, like, this is terrible. Why should you be doing this? But, like I said, in modern-day practice of, like, Wicca and witchcraft, it's not about putting spells on people. It's not about cursing people. It's not about any of that. And so, I guess the question I would have, too, is, does that, so if those old school practices of witchcraft or paganism that we see in scripture, if it's not practiced like that anymore, like we've evolved from doing that, those people who practice that, is that, can you make the claim that that's biblically wrong if they don't practice that anymore? And how many people have I heard ministers, theologians, scholars who used to be Christians who've walked away and you ask them, why have you walked away from this? And they're like, because the Christianity that was talked about in the Bible times is clearly not the Christianity that has been around for the last three to 500 years. It's not even the same thing. But yet we still believe in it, most of a lot of people. And I would say the same thing like I just said about witchcraft. If witchcraft was practiced differently centuries ago and even thousands of years ago, and it's practiced differently now, at least in America, why can't it be accepted as a viable belief practice if it's not hurting anyone or if it's if it's giving you uh, positive feelings? Why is that wrong? Um, did that... Let's see. Pretty much all that I want to say, because I, after realizing writing on my notes, a lot of the last couple notes just <laughs> kind of sounded the same. And part of why I wanted to talk about it on Halloween was because there's people still in Christianity that are like, don't, don't practice, don't celebrate Halloween. And if I can be honest with you, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. I mean, it's not one of those holidays where you get off, but it's a holiday where you can pretend to be someone you're not, you know? Like, my daughter's dressed up as a mermaid. Amanda has a cool skeleton shirt on. Yes, there's a football game tonight while I'm wearing Vikings, but I could say I'm a football player today and, you know, deal with it. But how many, I mean, just people who watch this or listen to it, how many people, if you're honest with yourself, when you go to a church service on Halloween, are you going to hear someone talk about witchcraft and the acceptance of it? Very few. You're going to probably hear a lot of people talk about the Reformation, talk about what Luther did, especially in your Lutheran churches. 
Catholics probably are a little mad about that, <laughs> if we're honest. But I guess the the last thing I want to say, and I know we're only going to be, you know, not not going our full hour, but it's just this. Mainline and evangelical Christianity is drastically falling by the wayside. It's dying. Not saying all of Christianity is dying, and there's parts of Christianity that are thriving, especially in the global south. And it has for decades. You go to South America, you go to Sub-Saharan Africa, you go to Australia, you know, countries down there. Christianity is thriving. Don't ask me why, it just is. But in Europe, they're not as secular as they once was, but I think they're, the secularism, the, the humanistic approach, just the more naturalistic approach to life and religion is now in America. And it's, in America, it seems, wants to be the forerunner of everything. But when it comes to like religious trends, we're really far behind. But I guess, so the church is dying because it's irrelevant because it, it, it doesn't accept people for who they really are, even though the church says that they accept for who they really are. But witchcraft practices spells, not curses, spells, it practices rituals, it practices wanting to have supernatural gifts, and you might be like, huh, that's strange. But let me be brutally honest, what does Christianity practice? They practice supernatural gifts. Not all of Christianity, but growing up in the Pentecostal tradition like my wife and I did, and a lot of my family, good Lord, you had to pray to speak in tongues. You had to pray to, the people wanted to be slain in the spirit. We talked to a holy ghost. Uh, we go run to an altar. We go to an altar to get anointed with oil. Where it's, let's just be honest, it's just olive oil. It's just olive oil. But, you know, those traditions and those rituals go back to the Bible. And if a Christian does it, it's like, oh, it's okay, it's in a church. But let's say if someone in witchcraft does it, it's like, oh, they're praying to Satan. Why? Why do you say that they're praying to Satan? Because that's what you think it does? My my thrust and what I'm trying to tell you, too, is when you look at religions, especially if you were raised Christian and raised in the church, Christianity will say, we're right. Well, any religion will say, let's be honest, but dealing specifically with Christianity, Christianity say, we're right, we're right, we do all these things, but but yet every group practices rituals and things that they do. And when I sat down to come up with this, I was just smiling, like really, I don't know, like a huge smile to myself, because I was like, gosh, this is going to piss certain Christians off if they hear this. Because they think that, and I mean, look at pagans will use gold, frankincense, and myrrh in some of their rituals. Oh, what else? The, where is that found in? It's found in the Bible. And Jesus' gifts from the wise men was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In this video that Amanda posted, they went into a magic shop. It was gold, frankincense, and myrrh that they sold in there. And And if I'm not mistaken, it does say that these three wise men were that came there were like astrologers or were magicians. Okay, if it's all the way back in her and they were considered accepted, 
they went there. Um, I'm not saying that they worshipped him as God, but obviously it's put in our holy scriptures for a reason, maybe because they should be accepted. Anyway, all that being said, over this Halloween time, and even when we deal with the Reformation, All Souls Days, remembering the dead, all these, just a weird time on our calendar in life. Just sit back and realize, are some of these what we call fringe spiritualities, fringe religions of witchcraft and paganism, are they really as evil as we were taught? Or are they just being done by people who want to be accepted for their spiritual practice? Or are they wanting, to, and, and if we want people to accept us for our religious practice or religious beliefs, why can't we accept everyone for their religious practices, even if they diverge from ours? So I think there was a couple comments that popped up. If Amanda could help me out there in a sec. There's one. Okay, I'm going to. Go up here to see if I can see it. Someone wrote. Um, and the second, and the second you hear about witchcraft, it's looked at as demonic and bad. Most people just assume everything they don't know. I can't see the rest of that. Won't look. Won't do that. Most people just assume everything they don't know. Is demonic. Yeah. Now that's very good. Um, sorry, I couldn't see the whole comment at first, but yeah, I mean, and that's taught uh, mostly in evangelical world is anything that you don't understand spiritually is demonic. Full stop. And you can be like, wait, what? I don't, like, I don't understand death and resurrection. I don't understand quote unquote supernatural gifts if those exist or not. Oh, but we're supposed to look upon that as legit and right because we're in this religion of Christianity. But then when someone says witchcraft or when someone says paganism or Wicca or I'm a like I'm a white witch instead of like a black witch or dark magic, then we're like, oh well that's demonic and they're they're praying to the devil and the demons. It's like, ah uh, no, I don't think that's right. Um, so now that was a good, good comment is, and, and just, I, I mean, I could do another whole conversation on what, what is demonic or demon possession and is that a thing or whatever, but be open-minded, understand other religions, even if they seem fringe to you or belief practices, so on and so forth. That's all I got. Anybody else have anything? Um, as always, be nice and kind to one another. We're all in this world and life together. Amanda posted a comment about the next two weeks, like I've said. So, signing off for the next few weeks. Um, I am putting stuff out, though, for Sacred Collective in the next couple of weeks. So, if you like DBA and you follow us on Sacred Collective, there will be some new hot content coming out. Um, but everyone have a good Halloween. Or if you listen to this after Halloween, I hope you had a good Halloween. And until next time, bye.